0: Welcome to the Wisdom Coalition podcast designed to show you how to propel your mindset so you can find more joy in every aspect of your life.
1: Thank you for joining us as we share teachings from positive psychology and wisdom from health and wellness experts to help you flourish and thrive in life.
0: If cultivating an inner world of peace is what you're interested in, you are in the right place. Special thanks to WFMZ-TV and thank you for listening. I'm Nancy Werteen.
1: And I'm Kim Howey. Today's episode is brought to you by Perfect Six Marketing.
0: Perfect Six Marketing is a trustworthy marketing extension of your business, bringing your brand to the world.
1: For more information, go to PerfectSixMarketing.com.
0: All right. Remember, I sent you that cute reel with those dogs, and someone dubbed in the dog's voice to say, I love you, mother fluffer. That was, that was adorable. Was. And you know how now I feel compelled to text it to you sometimes? So you're not mad when I call you a mother fluffer, are you? Oh my God, you're so funny.
1: No, I think it's hilarious. I absolutely love it. And it reminds me of that one video that you sent me. You know, do you remember that a long time ago when those birds, and the, and the one bird is like dancing around, and the other bird's looking at the bird, like, the other bird, like, what is wrong with you? And he like put
0: his leg up, he's like, back away. I know. Like, all calm and like, you we're insane, and I'm like that is so us. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm the dancing bird. That's right, and I'm the back away. <laughs> well, but it's interesting because we are very close, mm-hmm. and but yet we're very different, you yes. know. But um, but we have a really in, uh, a relationship with the, where we're really attached to each other. Yeah, right. We yes. have a very like um, you know uh, give and take.
1: Yeah, well, and I think, too, like a a very respectful, Mm. I think, loving appreciation of our differences, you know, and I think that that is not always the case with a lot of people, right? When you feel that someone is different Mm. than you, sometimes... You push back against that, mm. you know. But I think that yeah. you and I have an appreciation for our differences.
0: Yeah, I like that. You put that much better than I did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was like, because I'm thinking about that video with the birds, and it sounds like I'm like, get away from me. But it's not like that. It's more like, like, mm. like, okay, you know, that's you, and I yeah. love that you, you are do like you. that. Yeah. And I am much more sort of calm, and like, you know, <laughs> you do that over there.
0: <laughs> right. I'm gonna do this over
1: here, <laughs> and then we'll come together together in the middle.
0: (laughs) Well, we got to speaking about our relationship and we wanted to talk about this idea of attachment today because it's it's something really important to understand about ourselves so that we can Mm -hmm. understand our relationships and how we interact with other people. Because I think you and I have had discussions that fall under this umbrella of attachment theory, which is what we're going to talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, because sometimes it's like, well, you know what, this is how I feel. And, and, and it's sort of ingrained in me and this is the way I'm going to react to when you do this or that. Right. And we feel it's so important for us to understand ourselves. And in our second book, the power of a pause, you know, that was, was what it was all about. Just turning inward to understand who we really are so that we can have a fuller life, have better relationships and and, and that kind of thing. So we really just wanted to give you a little bit of an overview of attachment theory because, of course, there's so much written about it. But I think if you sort of understand where you fall in the umbrella – of these Mm -hmm. definitions, it will help you in your relationships.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So attachment theory is focused
1: on, you know, the relationships and bonds between people, and particularly in long-term relationships, you know, including Mm -hmm. those between parent and child and between romantic partners. But it was founded by a British... um, uh, psychologist John Bowlby back in 1958. And, you know, he was the first attachment theorist. And he described attachment as a lasting psychological
0: connectedness between human beings. And I like that. Mm-hmm. And we all want to be attached, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's the human condition, right? We yeah. want to be attached to other people, mm-hmm. we want love and belonging. So, what stands in the way of us? being able to have successful attachments is really mm-hmm. what the reason for Understanding where you fall in in, in, in your attachment style, Mm -hmm. that's the reason to understand it. So what determines a successful attachment? And Bowlby and others have demonstrated that nurturance and responsiveness are the primary determinants of attachment. Mm -hmm. So the central theme of attachment theory is that the primary caregivers in your life, Mm -hmm. if they were available and responsive then that would allow you to develop a sense of security. So an infant learns that the caregiver is dependable, which mm-hmm. creates a secure base for the child to then explore the world. I can trust people. I can trust that this is going to be somebody that is going to be there for me.
1: Yes, right. And, you know, understanding our attachment style really can be invaluable, mm-hmm. right? And we can, you know, gain help us to gain more control over our social worlds. And, mm-hmm. you know, when we recognize how we can contribute to our own relationship problems, mm. we can try to change course, you know, yeah. towards greater security and stronger, um, you know, friendships and and, and romantic relationships. Yeah.
0: So if you look back at your life, you know, the theory is that we develop our attachment styles based in part on our early relationships with our caregivers, as, as we touched on. So if our caregivers were warm and validating, we became secure. But if they were unresponsive or overprotective... Well, then we can develop what's called an insecure attachment, wherein we believe that others are bound to desert us or harm us. Mm. And to protect against the mistreatment that we expect, we act anxiously or avoidantly mm-hmm. or both. Mm-hmm. So, you know, from infancy, you begin finding out if you can depend on important people around you to keep you safe or not.
1: Mm. Well, and what's really interesting is your attachment style actually informs your nervous system. And Mm. so if your bond is secure, Mm. your nervous system feels calm and safe. And it grows with the idea that you're lovable as is. But if your attachment style is not secure, then Mm. your nervous system feels unsafe and drives you to cope with emotional pain if you don't feel accepted.
0: So so see how important this is? I mean, so secure attachment is, of course, the ideal attachment. Style, But studies show that only about 60% of adults have a secure attachment style. Mm. So the rest, the 40, the other 40% of the people fall into three attachment styles, avoidant, anxious, or disorganized. So Mm. we want to just kind of blow through these a little bit. To see if you can recognize yourself and discover something that will help you to be more present in your own relationships and more fulfilled. So we'll start first with just the secure attachment, and um, you know we kind of we kind of talked about what that was. But you can ask yourself a few questions uh, to sort of determine if you have secure attachment, and and those questions would be: Do you generally feel close to others? Are you comfortable with closeness and also mm-hmm. with independence? Um, Do you feel that you communicate effectively and resolve conflicts as they arise? Do you feel like you have fairly stable relationships? Do you trust your partner? Do you feel safe in being vulnerable with your partner?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are really great questions. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we've talked a little bit about, you know, with a secure attachment, typically as a child, it means your caregiver's behavior allowed you to feel safe and protected, and that you found that when they left, they would return as yes. you have expected them to. But the way that that plays out as you know an adult is, you know, if if you become upset, you might feel, you know, as though you're going to be seen and heard yeah. and understood, and you allow yourself to become close with other people more easily mm. and develop. You know, relationships that feel good because you're comfortable with closeness, but you're also comfortable with independence. You know, your emotions feel tolerable to you. And I think that that's. I don't know, you know, you say 60% of people have this secure attachment style. But I do think that, you know, some of these parts, people might say, well, I don't know if I fall under that category because some of those questions are deep, right? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and you know, emotions feeling tolerable, I think, is a big statement. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I think that sometimes you know, emotions can be really challenging. And, and I guess I, I just want to speak to people out there who might be thinking, well, mm. I must not have a secure attachment style because yeah. my emotions are not always tolerable. But I think that, you know, th- these questions are really good questions to think about, but don't, you know, rule mm. yourself out yeah. because you answer one or, or more in a way that is, um, you know, not affirmative.
0: Well, and I also think that it's probably, you know, many of us fall into mixes, mm-hmm. right. That's probably like with many of these personality style questionnaires or that kind of thing, you know, right. we're, we're complex human beings and, you know, it, it's just, you know, we might, we might have a secure attachment, but sometimes feel a little bit anxious kind yes. of a thing. So, but it's just, um, uh, I, th- I, st- I still think it's just a good sort of a thing to sort of, you know, th- kind of th- just think through a little mm-hmm. bit, you know. Um, the second one is this avoidant attachment. And there's a few um, questions here that we can run through as well. Um, so, you know, the basis for an avoidant attachment, you know, would be that, you know, some babies' children had to depend on a caregiver who was emotionally unavailable and mm-hmm. maybe even unaware of their needs. You know, maybe, dis- maybe crying was discouraged and you felt that you had to grow up quickly. And as an adult, you may place primary importance on your independence. You may feel uncomfortable depending on someone else or being depended on by others. Mm. When presented with opportunities for closeness, you may pull away. You may not seek out relationships because you feel like counting on others is unsafe.
1: Yeah. And then they give some questions, you know, to help you sort of see Mm. yourself maybe in this attachment style. And they are, you know, do you feel closer to others when you're away from them? Mm. Which I thought was kind of an interesting question, right? And do you feel the urge to pull away when your partner is sinking intimacy? And do you distance yourself from stressful situations or conflict? Mm. And do you feel emotionally removed from others?
0: Mm. Okay. And the The next one. (laughs) Again, those are some deep questions. I know. I know. The next one is the anxious, insecure attachment. Um, So this is, you know, you had a caregiver um, who responded well to your needs at times, but at other times did not. You know, maybe one or both parents became stuck in their own anxiety, their own issues, and may have responded in hurtful or critical ways. You may have grown up feeling insecure or uncertain of what treatment to expect. And as an adult, you may find that you need a lot of reassurance and responsiveness in a relationship, and you may become overly dependent on your relationships to feel okay. When the person you care about is gone, you may feel also like a heightened anxiety.
1: Yeah, and some questions to ask yourself to find out whether this is your attachment style or, you know, when you and a loved one disagree or argue, do you feel overwhelmed or extremely anxious? And if the other person needs a break, do you pursue them until they give in? And also, do you feel the need for a lot of reassurance in your relationship? And if your partner is away, do you question their love for you? Mm.
0: And, you know, again, I think, you know, uh, these are hard questions. They really are. Well, and it's
1: interesting because as I was reading them,
0: I'm like, I don't know, I could answer (laughs) to all of those.
1: You know, it it, it does sort of play with your mind a little again, which is Mm. why I wanted to sort of reassure people that it's okay to sort of maybe be able to answer some of the questions in each of the styles in an affirmative way.
0: Well, you're really going to hate the last one. (laughs) 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 so disorganized attachment is the primary style for survivors of complex developmental trauma Mm. so this is a rough one you know um i'll just go through the questions quickly you know do you crave emotional intimacy but also feel it's safer to be on your own where you won't get hurt was your primary caregiver abusive did your primary caregiver show love one minute and abuse the next Mm. so you know uh And, and, you know, really I think all of these sort of go back to um, emotional regulation and, 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 you know, whether or not that's easy for you or not. You're able to regulate yourself back to baseline, you Mm -hmm. know, or is that more difficult? And these attachment styles, you know, tie into that. Um, Skills for emotional regulation come significantly easier to those who have secure attachment.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think for me, you know, sort of digging into this, has been helpful in the sense of, of maybe understanding ourselves a little better. So yeah. when you think through the way you respond in certain mm-hmm. situations um, with a partner or in a friendship, to kind of understand, well, this is what's at the root of that. And and not in a, you know, oh, I want to blame my parents way, but right. in a like, oh, okay, well, that makes perfect sense then. You know, yeah. this is... this were my these were my early experiences in life and they led me to feel you know one way or the other yeah. that put me on heightened alert and now in relationships i act a certain
0: way Mm -hmm. because of that because then Mm -hmm. you can challenge that and say Mm -hmm. okay i don't have to act that way anymore this is a safe secure relationship Mm -hmm. and maybe if you recognize yourself acting avoidantly or anxiously Mm -hmm. in your relationship you can express that and Mm -hmm. your significant other can work with you to find out what do you need so that you'll be more uh uh, more secure less anxious
1: Well, and I think, too, you know, we're always talking about the power of vulnerability, and I think yeah. it's hard. It's hard to open up and share, you know, these especially early, um, you know, life wounds with people. Mm-hmm. But when you do, mm-hmm. you know, you're letting them inside and you're letting them mm-hmm. understand you in a way that, you know, maybe maybe they themselves haven't had that experience, but they can put themselves, try to put themselves in your shoes yeah. and and understand oh that's why you do that mm-hmm. you know and and i of course wouldn't want to contribute mm. to your sense of insecurity or or add to any emotional pain that you already experienced in your life so i am going to change the way i behave around you
0: right and if that person cares about you then again it's the two of you working what do you need right and what do and 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 a person asking themselves what do i need mm-hmm. and being able to express that and we know how hard that is but Um, I think that has also sort of been a theme of the last uh, in the last month or so in our podcast is Mm -hmm. just this idea of being able to communicate better and being able to have better relationships comes from being able to know yourself enough to be able to ask for what you need.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that I think I've become like hyper aware of lately and and it showed up in, in a fairly recent podcast that we did is the impact, the physical impact. That triggering has on our bodies, right? Mm. So it's like, you know, you're just sitting there and out of nowhere, you're either your heart's pounding or you're feeling a pain in your chest or a pain in your head or, you know, something that alerts you to the fact that you've been triggered in some way. Mm. And then saying, like, okay, why, you know, what is that Mm. and where does that come from? Mm. And if it's a really deep seated, wound you know addressing it or or even just giving yourself some self-compassion and mm-hmm. some self-love around that mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. wow that was really hard what you went through mm. and and it's okay for you to feel anxious or, or or sad or hurt right now you know take a moment to to love yourself
0: yeah. Yeah. well I'll tell you what this wasn't a very funny podcast <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go back to the mother fluffer stuff. Oh my gosh. You are so funny. I love that people have such great senses
1: of sense of humors. Wait, what is it? Senses of humor or sense of humors? <laughs>
0: I don't know. People have such great senses of, I guess, senses. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to some, throw that out there. Some English teacher to. <laughs> that's right. Somebody let us know, know please. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all we have time for. Thank you to our sponsor, Perfect Six Marketing, a trustworthy marketing extension of your business, bringing your brand to the world. For more information, go to PerfectSixMarketing.com.
1: And until next time, remember stay connected to your why, fuel your core energy with joy, and live your life from the inside out.
0: Thanks for listening, and we hope you find some joy today.